What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. My name is Addison, and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. My name is Sophie, and I'm the other co-host of this podcast. It is September, I think. Yeah, it's September when this is released. And let me tell you, my silly pants are on. They're on. They were tight. Not the this silly afternoon. pants. Not the silly pants. Guys, everything is pants recently. Happy, <laughs> not happy pants, positive pants uh silly pants complaining pants social pants it's all pants that's how i everything is pants how i talk about everything and it has seeped into my vocabulary in every social setting and i realize it's not always like i haven't explained it to all of my friends yet so sometimes i'll say it in a new setting and they'll be like i'm sorry what did you just say and i'm like oh and then i have to go back and explain it but then everyone thinks it's funny and then they're like it is funny then like people will ask me like genuinely they'll be like do you have your social pants on today and i'll like what pants are you wearing like like this summer my pulse check but a pants check like this summer it was like my question was are you feeling silly yes or no and vibe check and then it's like what are your answers that's that's how we'll go from there Mm. this semester it's what pants are you wearing I think I like the pants way a lot more, honestly. <laughs> I feel I like I'm liking asking. the silliness because that feels like, I don't know. I just feel like that's really black and white, um, which sometimes yeah. I like, but other times I'm like, you know, I'm feeling silly in the right context, but in a wrong context, I'm feeling like if you're silly, I might cry, you know? Yeah. Valid. Like I'm sensitive to silliness sometimes. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times I need to put my positive pants on. Like I'll be like, you know what? No. We're going to stop complaining and that this is going to sound crazy and you guys probably think I'm weird, but the act of like, like visually being like, nope, we're putting the positive pants on and like you, you like pull them mm. up that, that really does wonders for me. Yeah. Stops like putting, complaining right putting away. the belt on and everything. Yeah. Like, like belt of truth, but it's <laughs> breastplate of righteousness. Like you armor up, you know, you armor up with the armor of God and also you put on pants. <laughs> That's just optional. <laughs> <laughs> that is for free for you guys today. Um, pants are optional. <laughs> pants are optional, but they are highly suggested. And on that note, we have our podcast pants on right now. And you know what other kind of pants we have on? Contentment. Contentment pants for all. We Everybody have... say it with me. <laughs> Put on your contentment pants, y'all. <laughs> this is how you do it. Contentment to today's pants episode. <laughs> is, is, I'll workshop it. We'll come up with, it feels like a lot of. Uh, a lot of syllables. Syllables, yeah um we put on maybe our, by the end of the episode we'll think of one. Our oh, praise she got already. pants our, our praise, praise pants, pants. <laughs> our gratitude pants praise pants yeah because i <laughs> didn't have a transition i just started speaking and hoping one to come to me it's, i don't it's have okay. my transition pants on she forgot to put those pants on she's got the other ones on i do have the praise pants i'm telling though. you guys pants 2024 it's gonna be a worldwide <laughs> thing that's not real <laughs> <laughs> okay well on the note of pants uh sophie contentment let's talk about it um i'll just like slightly enter this episode in that um i think it's something that is really hard and like i don't want you guys to feel devalued or like me belittling your feelings if you like struggle with contentment in like any way of like you're not content being single you're not content in school you're not content in like whatever like your roommate situation whatever it is um i'm not saying that's not valid it's just like a hard subject to talk about without being like because ultimately like uh, we'll talk about it we'll talk about it more and you'll kind of understand what i'm saying more but know that i think it's so real and it's so hard and it's something that is like genuinely like a choice you have to make to be content um and we're gonna talk all about it so so what are your thoughts yeah kind of funny that 
we were talking about this. Addie brought it up, um, but I've been thinking a lot about this this week. Um, kind of give you some context. I had to do a school activity this week that I was not very excited about. It was like an out-of-class activity that I had to participate in at 8.30 in the morning, which is okay. And we made it through. But I told my roommate I'm not complaining about this because I've – I'll talk about this later, but I've really been, like, realizing that I'm – quick to complain instead of be grateful and so I told my roommate you can't let me complain during this because we have the same activity we had the same thing and so I ended up not really talking the whole morning because I was just like I, I'm gonna complain if I say anything I just can't and it was really a healthy practice for me because I was like the I am not complaining and it was a practice of self-control and you might be like okay that's great what, what does that have to do with anything? And it kind of doesn't. It was just kind of a funny story about not complaining. Sometimes it's one of those things where you're just in one of those moods and you're like, if I say anything, it's going to be negative. So I'm going to choose to hold my tongue right now. But why, while, why I'm saying all of this is because I think that, like I, we were talking about contentment, I think the opposite of that is like complaining, grumbling, not being thankful, not being um grateful with where you are and I think that for me that comes in the form of like complaints and it can be something small and simple and it can also come out as just like I just need to like rant for a minute which I'm not saying like okay don't make don't hear me be like you can't ever be frustrated about anything because I get it sometimes things frustrate me and it's like that's just really tough at times but I think for me I realize like when I'm vocalizing these frustrations like anytime anyone comes in my mouth and like that's like the only thing that I'm ever talking about with anyone in my classes or anything like that then I'm not accurately like being a good reflection of Jesus because I'm just complaining and I'm just like bringing down the mood and I'm just always thinking about the negative and that I know that that can sound super like surface level I guess like I'm just always thinking about the negative instead of thinking about the positive but I think for me I've worked on like a shift in mindset of the fact that um yeah I can sit here and complain and I can sit here and talk about how hard it is or I can change my mindset to the fact that it's an honor to be in the place that I am it is like great opportunity to be placed in the classes that I am and to be surrounded by the people that I'm surrounded by and am I going to squander this opportunity by complaining and not being grateful for where I am or am I going to like say okay this is tough but I'm really grateful to be here because I think living in that lifestyle or not lifestyle but living in that mindset um kind of sets you apart from a lot of like how the world operates because I feel like the world is quick to complain um I know that is like my sinful desire but I think this goes into this idea of like not being content um it's like really hard to complain if you're content like in like where you were placed and I think that contentment comes from the Lord Um, but I think that kind of the opposite like how we get to contentment is not through complaining but it is through gratitude if that makes sense yeah absolutely I think there are a few things like that really stick out to me in my mind when I think about contentment. And like one of the biggest things that I think I'll talk about for at least a little bit is contentment in my mind is really, really heavily associated with dating and with being single. Um, but it applies to much, much more than that. And like think that should be recognized too. Um, but for the as far as like dating goes, 
it, like contentment is really hard and like if you're single it can be really hard to be single especially when you see your friends getting asked on dates or your friends asking girls on dates or um like whatever it is of like oh my gosh like I see my friends getting asked on dates and I want to go on a date or I see my friends even like just getting any amount of attention from a boy and I want attention not in an unhealthy way but just like I just desire to be in a relationship and I desire to be married one day and like I want this to happen and like I think there's like a hard line to find of like it's very fair for you to like feel called to be a mom and called to be a wife or called to be a husband whatever it is and like to get there you have to date and I think it's so fair to desire to go on dates and I think it's so fair to like initially be frustrated and like where I encourage you to lean in is like recognizing that like these are fair like fine desires they're not sinful in and of it's by itself when it becomes sinful is when we're allowing it to control our like thoughts feelings and emotions about ourselves and about those around us and if it's harbored it's like causing bitterness to be harbored or it's causing frustration when it's like your friends can't control the fact that they're getting asked on dates you can't control the fact that you're not getting asked on dates and like it is nobody's fault and like ultimately as believers we get to rest in the fact that just because things are hard doesn't mean that they're not worth it it ultimately like means it is worth it and like this is refining in really annoying ways if that makes sense like that's how I always worded it at camp of like oh my gosh like I want to be refined I do like I really do have the desire to be sanctified and refined and look more like Christ it's allowed to be hard and it's supposed to be hard and it's not supposed to be easy and like that like provides so much rest of like dang like it's really frustrating that I'm not getting attention and my friends are and I don't know what's wrong like but it's it's not nothing is wrong with you like you're not less than because you're not getting attention you're not less than because you're not giving attention like whatever it is it is like ultimately the Lord's will and he is so intentional and he also is a God who cares so much and like so much more than we ever could care. And he wants us to like ultimately be in a relationship that is honoring and glorifying to him more than we could even imagine, more than we could even care ourselves. And this is the season. Like I hate the term season, but like that's what it is for lack of better words of like that like right now like I am single and I am supposed to be single until I am dating somebody and then like that is when I'm supposed to be dating them and the Lord does not waste time he is not wasting a single day of your singleness he's not wasting a single day of your dating or your engagement or your marriage like he just doesn't waste time that is not like we have never seen him waste time ever in the Bible he will not waste time now and like until the day that a boy asks you out or until the day you're a boy and you ask somebody out like you're supposed to be single and like not to say that going on a date means that you're dating but like it is what it is and it's ultimately in the lord's hands and like that all that to say it's still hard and it's still allowed to be hard and you're allowed to struggle with it but reminding yourself of your character and your value and your worth and the lord's sovereignty like over and over and over again and presenting these requests to the lord and wrestling with him of like Lord, like you have called me to this and I'm frustrated and I'm hurt and I wish that this was different and I'm presenting this to you and I'm also choosing to believe and proclaiming the truth that you are sovereign and you are kind and you care and you are gentle and you're intentional in your timing and your placement and I'm choosing to believe and I am believing that ultimately this is for good and you're using this for good and I don't see it now and I confess that and I confess that that is frustrating. Uh, like, Lord, help me and use these like petty irritations 
and help me to see your hand in this and see it as something that is valuable and worth being grateful for and training your brain to look at things as okay like man like that really sucks and that's really hard I hate that this happened I hate that I'm not ready for a relationship I hate whatever it is but like man I'm just thankful that the Lord is protecting me from that right now and like if I was supposed to be in a relationship I would be in a relationship and like therefore I'm choosing to be content in the fact that I'm not and I instead get to be grateful for the fact that I'm not because it's like if I was supposed to be I would and instead I'm grateful that the Lord is protecting me or has his hand over this or is using this season for something different um it reminds me a lot of this liturgy that I pray um in just different contexts this one a liturgy is essentially a prayer for specific events this one is for waiting in line um but it like the same principle applies and it says as my life is lived in anticipation of the redemption of all things so let my slow movement in this line be to my own heart a living parable and a teaching moment do not waste even my petty irritations O lord and use them to expose my sin and selfishness to reshape my vision and my desire into better holier things decrease my unrighteous impatience directed at circumstances and people increase instead my righteous longing for the re- moment of your return when all creation will be liberated from every futility which in which now it languishes be present in my waiting, O Lord, that I might also be present in it as a Christ-bearer to those before me and behind me, and who also wait. As I am a vessel, let me not be like a sodden paper cup full of streaming frustration, carelessly sloshing unpleasantness on those around me. Rather, let me be like a communion chalice, reflecting the silver beauty of your light, brimming with an offered grace. Amen. And that last stanza that I just read is exactly like my heart when it comes to contentment and exactly what I think the power of contentment is of like man and that is something like the Lord has just really been kind and like allowing me to be content of just like dang like this is a hard circumstance like life right now is really hard and like when I was at camp life was really hard and things just kept hitting me and I was like but man like we get to have peace that surpasses all understanding and trust and like the Lord is so faithful. And that last stanza, like I said, it says, as I am a vessel, let me not be like a sodden paper cup full of streaming frustration, carelessly sloshing unpleasantness on those around me. Rather, let me be like a communion chalice reflecting the silver beauty of your light, brimming with an offered grace. You have an option in every circumstance, whether it's in singleness or in class or in major or in roommates or in anything else, you get to choose who you're going to represent and if you are choosing to sit in this frustration and like yeah frustration is the best word of like frustration of uncontentment of yearning for something else and wanting to move on and you're not just appreciating the beauty of what is at hand and not trusting that if you were supposed to be there you would be then like you are missing an opportunity to reflect the lord to these people and like i think there are just times in life where it's like that is so much easier said than done and i recognize that like it's really hard to be content sometimes and i always say that like this is a very proven fact it is like actually in the bible that anxiety and gratitude cannot coexist and i think a lot of discontentment leads to anxiety because you're like am i doing something wrong am i like i don't want to be in this circumstance what did i do wrong to get me into this circumstance why isn't it changing how do i do this this and this Um, and it just takes a lot of intentionality of like oh i'm recognizing that i'm insecure right now i'm recognizing that i'm not content and that i want change and that like i've just been waiting for so long and i want this to happen now if it was supposed to happen now it would and like that's not that comforting but also like i'm sure that there are so many places in the bible like i can think of so many scripture like stories like parables that are like 
like when the man went to Jesus and said that his daughter was dying and Jesus was like, okay, I'm on my way. I'm coming. And then stopped for the woman who touched his cloak. I'm sure he was not content in that circumstance. I'm sure that he was like, what is this man doing? He has the capability to heal my daughter and he's not coming. He has to come now. I want him to come now. Like that is a hard situation to be content in. And his daughter died. His daughter died. And yet like the Lord still in his own timing healed that woman who touched his cloak and took time and was interruptible and stood with her and talked to her and then went and raised his like the other man's daughter from the dead. Like, no, that didn't look like the timing that that man, that father had anticipated for his daughter or for the circumstance. Yet it was ultimately what was better because it led to the further furthering of the kingdom and the glorification of Christ. And like, if that brings any hope of like this is for the best and this is for the glory of the lord then rest in that and know that the lord is intentional and know you don't have to fear because he sees our hearts and he cares so so deeply and if you're like man i just am not content in my major i don't know what to do then seek the face of the lord and seek the face of the lord in a way that is honoring to him and it's not full of complaining of like i really hate my major it's really really hard and all this all this i hate what i'm doing whatever it's like lord like i'm thankful for this opportunity to be in this major please guide me so that i can glorify you more and whatever else you may have for me and like sometimes contentment means that you might need or discontentment means that you might need a little bit of a change to find like i think that is a very valid thing of like oh, I'm not content in this season. You'll never be content in anything other than Christ. You never will be. Nothing will ever be perfect. There will always be something to complain about, but there are also like, on the other hand, instead of complaining, you can be grateful. One of my friends and I were talking about contentment and she brought up Psalm 37 verses four and 23. And it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. And like, I think that is just very true of just like, first and foremost, delight yourself in the Lord. Because ultimately, like, whatever you're not content about is not going to fix any of the brokenness of this world. It's not going to fix your yearning for unification with the Lord. And, like, the only thing that will ever fix that is desiring and seeking after the face of the Lord. Um, So those are all my thoughts. That was kind of a lot. But I think, like, ultimately, the biggest thing is, like, contentment is hard and it's a continual process. And there are days where it's really easy to be content. And then there are days where it's really hard. And, like, you're seen and heard through all of those, and it's so valid. And, like, the Lord cares about each and every single one of those. But, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, like what you were saying, Addie, it's really uh, hard. Like, it's always going to be this hard cycle where if you're never content, then, like, you never will be content. Um, And I think that that's, like, a really hard cycle to break, but also a really necessary one to break. And I think it also goes into, like, this idea of making small decisions every day. Um, I've like, feel like this is something that's been evident in my life, like small decisions to be faithful today in the same way of small decisions to be content today. Um, Like we're not expected to have contentment today for the next 10 years of our life. We're just asked to be content for today. And so I think that that is also really freeing that um, like you're saying, it's this continuous cycle, but also I'm, like we just have to focus on today we just have to focus on right now and i think that that is really helpful in a world when like social media screams at us to not be content um i'm sure you can probably relate social media is a place 
where I often leave feeling discontent and I leave feeling like I need to go fix all of these things and I need to go get 20 more friends. I need, I need to like go do all of these things. Um, and so I think contentment looks very different from the world, but it's also hard to live in a world that screams at us to want more, to have more, to be constantly, like Addy was saying, trying to get more and um, never being content. I think it's really hard to live in a world like that and be content, but I think it's countercultural to the world and I think it's necessary as Christian to live in that way. And I think that is the only true way to have life and it's the only way that is freeing, but doesn't discount that it's hard, but it's also necessary and freeing and life-giving. And yeah, so Addy, if you want to pray us out, we can be on our way. I'd love to. Heavenly Father, I come to you and thanks for the opportunity to be where we are in life and your intentionality and placing us here when you have. Lord, I praise you for being a God who is sovereign over all the details and cares far deeper than we ever could. Lord, I pray that you give us grateful hearts and hearts that are quick to celebrate and quick to thank and praise rather than hearts that are quick to complain and quick to see the world through warped lenses give us eyes to see the world how you have designed it and how you have put us and placed us in specific scenarios lord i pray um, that our petty irritations are useful for you and that we get to surrender these things with wholehearted eagerness to see how you shape us into better virgins of christ followers and more like you lord and it's in your something that i pray amen amen thank you guys so much for listening this week we hope you guys have a great two weeks and if you are wondering what you can do in your two weeks, I have a few suggestions for you. You can go follow us on Instagram at Our Hearts Surrendered. You can leave us a rating review. You can email us. Um, that'll be in the show notes. And you can read our blog if you'd like. All of those things will be in the show notes. But we love you guys. We're praying for you. We hope you have a great two weeks. We'll talk to you soon. Um, let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week. 